Chiefs Kingdom, welcome into the Chiefs Report live show. We're happy you chose to spend your Tuesday with us. My name is Jay Sanders, and again, we got to start off with the hot topic. The Chiefs take on the Jets, so I got to know who you got this Sunday on Sunday Night Football. Primetime, Patrick Mahomes taking on the New York Jets. Who you got? Let's see who's in the chat today. We got KC from Tony Fuentes. Tony. You're a legend, my guy. What's up, man? Jonathan Earl coming in with KC Travis Peterson. What's up, man? How are you doing? William Norman with Chiefs Boomer. Miller, KC. Evan Sims with the KC. Paul Amos with KC. I want everybody just spamming KC because we all know who is going to win Sunday night. And it was supposed to be Patrick Mahomes versus uh, Aaron Rodgers. That matchup is cursed and whatever happened. So we're not going to get that, unfortunately. Boomer Miller with Big KC. Alfred Travis with KC. Shad Jamison with KC. Jeff Dorn with Kansas City. Appreciate all you in the chat. Paul Amos, to see you. Tony, a staple. Jonathan, Terrence, everybody all here today. And I think the next question we have to ask is, where are you watching from? I want you to shout out your city and let me know where you're enjoying today's Chiefs Report live show from as I know that the Chiefs kingdom is spread far and wide. So let me know where you're watching from. Jeff Dorm from Des Moines, Iowa. Evan Sims from Leeton. Shad Jamison with the question. We'll get to those in a little bit. Alfred Travis, Memphis. Jonathan Earl from Wichita, Kansas. William Norman from, William Norman from Piedmont, Missouri. Tony Fuentes in Dallas. Chad Jamison in Long Island, and then Tony Fuentes again with Jaws. Brian from Juneau, Alaska. Shout out, Alaska. Alaska's awesome. I love that state. Jerome Bunkers, Longmont, Colorado. Travis Peterson at work at Wichita, Kansas. Well, I appreciate you have chosen to watch the Chiefs report while you are at work. We really appreciate it. And then Paul, oh, man, you always do this one tonight. I know, never know if I'm going to get it right. Tonganoxie, Kansas. Let me know if I got it right. Every time you do it. Tonganoxie, Kansas. Yeah. I, I, speaking of which, who's that voice? Let's, let, let's introduce this guy. That's none other than Fire Producer Sam. Hi there. I still have my job. For now. Contrary to what, <laughs> contrary to what people might want or think. I don't know if he's, uh, I don't know if Big Boy is in the chat today. No, I don't, I don't see our, our, our bus boyfriend. I don't see him. That's all right, though. We got producer Sam in the house, so everybody say hi, Sam. What's up, everybody? Happy to talk some, uh, some Chiefs again, another fine Tuesday afternoon. And it's a victory Tuesday, we'll call it. Yeah, yeah, we had victory Monday. It's Do victory we want to Tuesday. start calling them, are we going to have to start calling them Taylor Tuesdays? Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Travis. Uh, what, I've heard somebody say that their nickname is Trailer. Trailer? Yeah. Or Tavis? See, I think Trailer's a little better. I don't know. I mean, trailer trailer rolls off the tongue. A it does. Bit, I guess. It does. Don Jenkins from Vegas, man. You're in enemy territory in Vegas, man. Pappy, you joined us though. You're always gonna be welcomed here. Jerome Bunker says, "Hey, Sam." He says, "Victory Tuesday." He likes it. Jerome. There you go. There we go. There what's it is. Up, Jerome? I was about to say, that's not it. <laughs> the, oh, the button's a little sticky over here, but what's up, Jerome? Happy Why is Victory it sticky? Tuesday. What have you been doing over there, Sam? That was not me. No, that's the wear and tear over the years. Hmm. John Cushing from Huntington, Huntingdon. Ooh, I've never heard of that one before. Huntingdon, Pennsylvania. Kansas City, Missouri. Show me state. Kingly. 
All right, well, before we start today's live show, I got to tell you about another brand new sponsor, Prize Picks. And Prize Picks is a skill based real money daily fantasy sports game. Now, how does it work, you ask? Well, you pick two to six players, and if they will go more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. And Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And it's the easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. Check it out at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Players can choose from a vast selection of sports and stat types not offered anywhere else. They can even pick in-game projections after a game has started, which includes halves, quarters, periods, and more. And I got to say, I've been playing prize picks recently and I have no idea why I waited so long. For instance, I'm a big guy on kind of, when I only have one game to watch, I want to watch specific players. So for Thursday Night Football, I'm more. I'm more. I'm always going to be more. That's just the way I go. And we have Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, and Jordan Love. And I'm going more with every single one of them. 77 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, give me that. Amon Ra is set for 100. Definitely taking more on that one. Jameer Gibbs. 57 and a half rushing yards. David Montgomery kind of questionable right now. Don't know if he's going to play. I'm taking more with that. And then Jordan Love, again, this Lions defense is good, but their one defender, well, he's not going to be there, so it's going to be over, or rather more, for 225.5 passing yards. 225. I'm taking more for Jordan Love on that one. It's just, it's easy money when you take it more. That's, that's always what you got to do. With quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types, that's what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Shout out Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Go check them out. All right, well, let's go right back into some questions here with the show. And I think we have to start talking about it. Would you like the Chiefs to trade for a new backup QB? I don't really like what I saw from Blaine Gabbard. If you think, yeah, we should look into that, then type T for trade. If you think the Chiefs should just eh, forget it, we're going to have Patrick Mahomes type P for pass. As I don't know, man. I just didn't like the way that Blaine Gabbard looked. Jonathan Earl has T. Tony Fuentes says yes. Yeah, Jonathan Earl says yes, Blaine Gabbard sucks. Man, it's just not good. I did not like at all. Boomer Miller with T, Dan Weller saying P for pass. Shad Jamison, yes, Shane Bouchel. That'd be kind of funny, the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs cut Shane Bouchel. He's on the practice squad with the Bills, I think. I think he's with the Bills. And then the Chiefs come and take him off the practice squad just to add him back and make him QB2. be pretty funny, but there is a reason that Shane Bouchel did not make this roster, and there's a reason he's on the practice squad for the Bills. Jerome Bunkers with the P, Tony Fuentes saying T for trade. Didn't we let him go before? Yes, Evan, we, we, we let him go. And that's kind of the weird thing is like Shane Bouchel, he was originally going to be like, oh, we're going to have a three QB slot. But who knows? Could have Crystal Leducan as the uh, practice squad guy. Maybe see what he's got. I like what he's got in terms of like fitting with the Chiefs play style a little more. But overall, there's also a reason that he was not made on the 53-man roster and that the Chiefs decided that we're going to only have two QBs. That backup guy was going to be Blaine Gabbard. He has the experience. He's backed up a lot of guys, including Tom Brady most recently, now with Patrick Mahomes. I like what he brings to the table, but I didn't like what I saw from him this past Sunday when he came in again in garbage time. It wasn't like it was actual gameplay, but 
Two interceptions is not what you want to see. Uh, man, it's tough. One of the interceptions was definitely not his fault. The other one got tipped at the line, but at the same time, the direction he was throwing it to, I didn't really know where he was going. So it will be interesting. We'll kind of talk about that throughout today's show and throughout the week of what the Chiefs should do about that situation. Hope is that you don't have to worry about it at all. But I think the real talk of the game on Sunday was not the 41 points. It was not Blank Gabbert. It was Taylor Swift. I'm going to be completely honest with you. That was the talk of the town. That's the talk of the NFL. And so I think the first question we have to ask is, are they dating? Are they dating? Because that would kind of basically throw not a wrench in the situation, but it would certainly make for an interesting uh, next couple of weeks, at least, for the Chiefs and uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Trailer, as they might say. Uh, it's the Hollywood story that everyone didn't realize that they needed. No, um, no. Listen, I, I think, you know, putting, uh, putting labels on a relationship is a little tricky. I'm just using all the cliches. I'm trying to think of more, like, relationship cliches that I can use. They're just friends, like, guys. They're just friends. Yeah, they're, yeah, they, had, they took a break. They took, took a, a break. They were, on a, they were on a break. It's not me. It's you. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's, it's not you. It's, it's our me. Fault. It's all for our fault for reading too deep into the situation. Let's just let the guys be happy. Let, the, let, let Travis be happy. You know, if Taylor's happy, then, you know, sure, I guess that makes sense. But Chiefs fans care about Travis more than anything. I was about to say, I mean, as long as Travis is happy, it kind of works out. And, I, again, I'm going to say this, and it may not be a popular opinion, but Travis, if he's happy and he's playing well, that's what matters. And, honestly, in all reality, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are very much career-bound people. I don't think this is really going to affect them much besides maybe Taylor Swift showing up to a couple games Obviously, she was there this Sunday because, again, if you don't know the whole story, we'll kind of dive into it more in a second. But he asked Taylor Swift if he could meet up with her during her concert tour in Kansas City. It was the, state, it was the actual concert in Arrowhead. He was there. He got backstage. He just didn't get to see her. Well, he sold her, hey, I watched you perform in Kansas City. Why don't you come watch people perform? And so she went and... And they left together. Se I think uh, that was the weird thing. Semi-serious semi question. Kind of joking, but also kind of serious. Do you have any concern whatsoever that it's like some sort of, not? Like, I don't know, I don't even know if distraction is the right word type of thing. So, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, I, I know what you're talking about. It's like something that is just going to take away from the, the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey. Uh, yeah, away. a story around the Chiefs that is so far away from football. Yeah, see, I think that, but at the same time, because is Travis Kelsey, and he has deep-rooted himself into Chiefs kingdom, into Chiefs football, it's just going to kind of grow the Chiefs in a way. And I think we're going to talk about that more on the show of how his jersey sales have increased, how the Chiefs had a ton of viewers on Sunday. I mean, ultimately, the big question is, it was game one, and it wasn't expecting her to be there. What's going to happen next week in New York? Travis Kelsey's going to be there. If Taylor Swift is there or not, are the views going to stay the same? Are the Swifties going to be rooting for the Chiefs? Is it going to be the same thing that we saw last week? Is there going to be tweets going out? Is that, is that whole thing going to be there? Or is it just going to flash away? Because guess what? Like I said, both Kelsey and Swift are very much career-bound people. And, well, Swift has got an international tour coming up. So she can't be at every single game. I don't know how many she'll be at. But it's just it, it's, it's the way it goes. So we'll see what happens. But... I do know one thing. If you want to get on the show, there's an easy way to do it. We're having a Q&A mailbag coming up at the end of today's show. 
And right now, if you want to start getting your questions in, use hashtag Chiefs or Super Chat to skip the line and guarantee yourself to get on the show. Producer Sam? Jesus, fun today. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can get your questions in the Koi if you want to mm. using hashtag Chiefs, or I'll give you the 60 second guarantee if Jace uh, stops talking when I tell him to stop talking. I'll get your question on screen in 60 seconds. Otherwise, we'll throw it in the quay. You may have to wait a little oh bit, gosh, but we'll try and again. get to as many questions as we can today. Don't say it right, Sam. I'm so, I'm so surprised you didn't react right. that way when I said it the first time 10 seconds ago. You it's said like it you before then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I said, it. yeah, you can get your questions in the quay using hashtag Chiefs. I think I may have, you may have misspoke, I think. See, is what that's I the thought. thing. I've, I've, already, I've already gotten you used to it. No, no, bit. you just misspoke, and I just didn't even think about it. By the way, uh, John Cushing in the chat, not to you know, bring more Taylor Swift talk into the Chiefs show, but has a great point. It says his oh, podcast is going to be huge this week. I, am, I will be watching New Heights this week. Oh, we will be reporting on it, I promise you. Well, whatever he says, we're going to put it on the show in some way. It'll probably be the end thing, but that's just kind of what we're going to do. So, again, hashtag Chiefs to get in the show. Uh, not necessary, but if you want to make sure and guarantee yourself to be in the show today, Super Chat, you're going to skip the line. And we have producer Sam's 60-second guarantee where you Super Chat, 60 seconds. We'll put it on the screen, and we'll answer whatever question. We'll talk about whatever you want. Heck, we'll do whatever you want for the most part. Just let us know. All right, before we get today's show started, I have to ask a question that maybe could be hard because uh, for the longest time, the best team in the AFC has been the Chiefs, but who's the best team in the AFC outside of the Chiefs? You have the uh, Miami Dolphins scoring 70. You still have a bunch of good teams in the mix around the area. The Chargers looked kind of good, kind of bad. They're freaking one and two, though. Uh, who do you think is the best team in the AFC outside of the Chiefs? I know it's certainly not the Broncos, though. I know that. Yeah, that's, there's no doubt about that. I think, what, what's your answer, for starters? Dolphins. You think it's the Dolphins? The, the, here's my thing. Germany is going to get a hell of an introduction to football when they have the Chiefs and the Dolphins that's there. Gonna be, that's going to be like, wait, what is I, this? When I tell you I'm putting my entire paycheck on that over, oh, everything. I think that's serious. Everything. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm going to cheat a little bit and say whoever wins the AFC East, because I think it's either Buffalo or Miami. Those are the oh, two yeah. teams. I lean Buffalo, and the reason really? I lean Buffalo still for now, they've been, I mean, they've been consistent over the last five years, right? I don't know you can say oh, the same about yeah, Miami. Yeah, but somebody in that hasn't been consistent. So, so, yeah, that's the one thing I look at. The Chargers, the teams that the Dolphins have played so far, Chargers barely squeaked by for their first win on Sunday. Patriots barely squeaked by the Aaron Rodgers list Jets for yeah. their first win last week. And the Broncos are terrible. So I think the Dolphins' first true test comes this week. They play the Bills. Correct. I think, I think the winner of that game is automatically the, the favorite to be the second team in the AFC. Uh, we know the first one. So I, I just, I don't know, man. I just don't trust Josh Allen. Without Brian Dable, that guy has looked terrible. Let me know what you think. We got Travis Peterson saying Dolphins for sure. I'm with you. I think it's the Dolphins. I know they haven't played anybody, but they've done what, they've supposed, what they're supposed to do and kind of leading up to this game this weekend. Chad Jamison and Tony Fuentes have Bills. Nick, man, you, can't, you got the cop out there. You went, you went Dolphins or Bills, man. Pick one. Which, which one do you think is better? I want to hear it right now because they play this weekend, so you're going to be proven right or wrong. I liked uh, the answer, Nick. I used the exact same one, so... So is Sam I was said Bills, but I, I say whoever wins the AFC East will be the best team in the AFC. I, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the Patriots just come out and win that division then. 
That'd be freaking something. If Bill that's Belichick. the case, I will change my answer then. But they won't. <laughs> oh, all right, there you go. We got Bills from Nick. Okay, Nick said Bills after all. There you go. And then Boomer Miller saying Bills and Fez. I'm going with the Bills. All right, well, what's coming up in today's show? Well, we got the latest Chiefs news and rumors surrounding the team. And uh, hint, that's going to be a lot of Taylor Swift today just because that's what's surrounding the team. And that's what's really making the Chiefs money. Now we're going to head past that. It'll be the Jets and Chiefs preview. That's going to be on Sunday Night Football. We're going to take a deep dive into the Jets, talk about the keys to victory, and a little bit of an injury report as we look ahead to that Sunday game and who could be available, who could be not available. Kind of show that as well. And then again, we mentioned that the mailbag where you can get on today's show using hashtag Chiefs or Super Chat. So I think we're all ready. Let's dive right in. All right, Chiefs Kingdom, I need your help. You see, with the surrounding news of the Chiefs, I think we've lost sight of what's really at the heart of Chiefs Kingdom, and that's Chiefs fans. So I need your help to subscribe to the Chiefs Report and help out the Chiefs Kingdom grow and make sure that we're deep-rooted in the Kansas City roots. And I know you're going to enjoy today's show, and the best thing is when you subscribe, you're going to get a bunch of free awesome things with free content every day entertaining and informative videos. We're doing a watch party for every single Chiefs game, and on top of which, we're having live shows every single week where we're breaking down news and rumors, previews. We're talking to you, we're doing mailbags, we're doing every single thing. So make sure you subscribe today and you're deep rooted in the Chiefs Report content. All right, Chiefs Kingdom again. The show, it's gonna be a lot about Taylor Swift. I'm just gonna preface that away, but I'm glad you chose to join us here on the Chiefs Report by Chat Sports. I am Chase Andrews. And the talk of this weekend was Taylor Swift. Now, the Chiefs did put up 41 points against the Bears. That was kind of expected, but everything got thrown out the window when Taylor Swift was seen in the Travis Kelsey suite with Mama Kelsey. And I'm just going to start with this. Listen, I know that some people don't like to talk about it. I know that some people don't like to think about the Taylor Swift that's taking away from the game. I kind of agree. But at the same time, it's really helping out the Chiefs in terms of media merchandise, everything. I mean, just this tweet alone. See, this came from D David Rumsey, who said that data from Roku TVs as the Chiefs, the Chiefs and Bears game saw an 63% increase in female viewers at the age of 18 through 49 over the Chiefs versus Jags last weekend. And then with 10.2 million adults reached, that was 61% increase from the week before. Yes, I know it was a noon game with the Jaguars, but still, this is just 61 increases a lot, and on top of which, you're getting almost 2 million extra households reached with this game, and on top of which, and I think this is the biggest number, 24.3 million viewers. It was America's most watched television event of the week. That, that, that's, that's all you got to say. It was the most watched event because it brought two people together. It brought sports fans, and it brought Taylor Swift fans, i.e. Swifties, and they kind of helped out not only the viewership, but the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey. Now, the Swift effect is really real. The Chiefs versus the Bears, like I mentioned, was the number one watched game among females aged 18 through 49. That's a lot of increase. On top of which, Travis Kelsey gained 300,000. 300,000. Social media followers. 300,000. That is absolutely insane. 
That's, in, that's incredible. 300,000 followers to a guy who is already a superstar in his own right. I just can't believe it. There's also an over 400% increase in merchandise sales for Kansas City Chiefs, along with Travis Kelsey's jersey being top five in all NFL jersey sales. This is just wild. This is, I don't get it. I knew that Taylor Swift was big. I always knew that. I have been, I'm not going to say a Swiftie. I've liked her music. I've seen what's going on with her life. And she's a big, big sensation across the globe. But this is just crazy. She shows up to one game. And all of a sudden, she's the talk of the town. She's the talk of the NFL. And she's helping out the Chiefs. She is. I think that's the thing that people lose sight of. Because, yes, is it kind of not fun to have Travis, Travis Kelsey be the talk of the town because of Taylor Swift? Well, yeah. But also at the same time, is it good that this is bringing in more money? Is it good that this is bringing in a lot more in terms of basically viewership? I think that's the ultimate thing, viewership, that people are choosing to watch the Chiefs because guess what? The Chiefs are the ones that are gaining from this. The Chiefs are the ones that are gaining from this. So I have to ask, are Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift dating? I have to. Like, the, the, the things aren't coinciding anymore. They aren't. They aren't. It's not coinciding anymore. I just don't get it. So they have to have some sort of relationship, right? If you think so, then type Y for yes. If you think no, then type N for no. Because it's kind of weird. They've kind of spoken out saying that they're just going to let how things go, but... The facts don't lie. When you leave the stadium together, when she shows up and sits next to your mom at a booth, something's going on. Type Y for yes if you think Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are dating. Type in for no if you think, no, nah, it's not happening. Let's kind of go into the timeline here. Now, I get it. It's not exactly a kind of straight line, but let's go through it. So on July 26th, Travis talked about Taylor Swift on his podcast with his brother, and it was more or less saying, I went to her concert, I tried to give her a friendship bracelet, because that was the whole thing with the Aeros tour, giving friendship bracelets, and she shut him down. She didn't allow him to do that. Well then, on September 12th, Travis and Taylor quietly hanging out. That was reported by The Messenger, and then from there, it kind of just took off. On September 17th, Kelsey's blank space touchdown versus Jaguars. So until then, it was kind of going back and forth. We're like, ah, oh, do we test this? Do we not? I don't really know. Well, let's kind of dive into it because basically the guy said when they caught the touchdown, it was Ian Eagle saying, ah, oh, Kelsey catches it, catches the touchdown. He finds a blank space in the end zone. Obvious nod to Taylor Swift. And then, of course, the most recent event, Taylor Swift showing up to Arrowhead Stadium. It's just absolutely wild how they've gone from just friends to her showing up to a game. It makes no sense. Okay, before we get into the more story of Taylor Swift, we got to talk about Prize Picks. Now, Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game. And how does it work, you ask? Well, you pick two to six players, and if they will go more or less than their Prize Picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Check it out at prizepicks.com/clns and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America and is the easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. Players can choose from a vast selection of sports and stat types not offered anywhere else. They can even pick in-game projections, 
based off a game, including halves, quarters, periods, and more. You can pick already after a game has started. And now with Thursday night football coming up, well, I have some of my picks of my own, and it's really easy to play. You just select two players, you pick more or less, and then you submit your picks. Here's what I have for Thursday night. I'm a more guy. I'm definitely a more guy. I'm always going with higher. And with that, I'm taking some hires on Jameer Gibbs and his rushing yards, Amon Ross St. Brown, his receiving yards, and Jordan Love and his passing yards because I'm looking for an offensive game this Thursday night between the Lions and the Packers. I like the more on all three of these guys. I think overall, Amon Ra, he's due for another 100-yard game. He has had back-to-back 102-yard performances. Jameer Gibbs could be the lead back with David Montgomery coming back from injury. And Jordan Love, I'm not going to lie, he's looked all right. 222.5 is pretty dang low for a guy like him. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Shout out to Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, let's kind of dive right back into this Taylor Swift drama now. I mentioned it. She was at Arrowhead on Sunday. And it was kind of obvious that players, that they just couldn't help but look. They just couldn't help. It was kind of funny. It was just kind of funny. This comes from just a couple of accounts. You have Taylor Swift. I just, I love this picture because Travis has a smile from ear to ear. And of course, Patrick Mahomes is like, hey, it's Taylor Swift. It's just absolutely wild. There was trainers waving up at her. And then on top of that, by the end of the game, when things got out of hand, Travis was focusing on something else than the game, buddy. I can tell you that. I don't know what you're looking at here, but this is not a guy that is focused on the game. Uh-uh-uh. That is a guy who is focused on one thing, and it is Taylor Swift, and I don't blame him. At that point, it was 30-something to nothing, 30-something to 10. I don't really know. It was The game was already over, and guess what? He had done his job. He performed well for his girl. He did. He was the leading receiver for the Chiefs. He was. He did what he needed to do. He had time to go and look up at his girl. Eight targets, seven receptions, 69 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty nice. I like it a lot. I think he looked really good. And then here's the other thing. The Chiefs also performed well for Taylor Swift. Now, is it because she was in attendance? That's neither here nor there. But I have to say it, when she has been in Arrowhead Stadium, the Chiefs have scored 41 points. When she has not been in attendance at a Chiefs game, they have scored 37 points in two games. I'm just going to leave it there. I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to say she's a good luck charm, but that's just the facts. One game with her there, 41 points. Two games without her there, 37 points, obviously, First game, you didn't have Kelsey or Jones. Second game, you only scored 17 points, though. I'm all going to say that. That's what I'm going to say. What's next, though? What's next? I, I, I don't really know where to go from here because Kelsey and Swift left Arrowhead Stadium together, and they went out to a restaurant after party. They went to a restaurant after party. I kind of alluded to this a minute ago, but Chiefs players were invited, and Travis Kelsey took Taylor Swift to a restaurant, and then at the restaurant, it was reported that Taylor Swift bought the entire restaurant, everybody who's in there, she said, I will pay for your meal, but you are leaving. That's what she said. She forced everybody to leave because she paid for all their meals, but then they all left, and it was a private party where Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift were there, some Chiefs players showed up, and I, I just, where does it go from here? Where does it go? But I do have one thing to say. Are you a Swifty now? 
Like, do we, are, are Chiefs Kingdom Swifties? Or better yet, are you a Swiftie watching this video trying to learn about the Chiefs, trying to learn about football? And if you are, well, welcome to the Chiefs Report. Why not subscribe? But if you are, I want you to type me in the comments, and we're going to give you a warm welcome into Chiefs Kingdom. And if you're a new Swiftie, then type me as well, and we'll welcome you into the Swiftie community as well. So it's a fun time here at Chiefs Kingdom, and it's really, as much as you hate it, like it, love it, I don't care, it's making the Chiefs even more the epicenter of not only football, but the entirety of the NFL. The Chiefs, or rather the NFL, even changed their Twitter profile banner to Taylor Swift in the booth, and they said we are in our NFL era on their bio. I can't say much, but I can say this. Taylor Swift is making the Chiefs more popular than they already were, and I like that for the Chiefs kingdom. That's all I can say. Make sure you are subscribed. I really appreciate all you watching today's video, and subscribe today, youtube.com slash Chiefs TV. Peace out. All right, let me know. Are you all Swifties? So we got some Swifties in the comments here. Tony Pop Fuentes is. Are you a Swiftie, Sam? Pop quiz, Jace. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? 22. He had that. You had that ready oh. really quickly. 22 is good. Um, mine is really good. Underrated one. And then You Belong With Me. Top three right there. Top three. See, my, it's funny enough. My, my mom loves uh, country music Taylor Swift oh, so, so much older. better than pop star Taylor Swift. The come I can up see Taylor that. Swift. I can see that. Teardrops on my guitar. Oh, my yeah. mom loves that. Tim song. McGraw. Yeah that's, uh, yeah, that's in her playlist oh, from time yeah. to time, too. I, th I think there's a clear, um, either with her or against her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, she's a pop superstar. She's a superstar in general. It doesn't matter, pop, country, whatever. I don't know, man. I will say this. You can like her music, you can hate her music. I don't really, I don't really know. But at the same time, you have to kind of know that she knows how to run a stage. She, the fact that she can just go on tours I night mean, in, night out. Bill Belichick oh, said she was she's tough. tough. She's tough. Well, what's funny and is. That's the good tough. Bill, yeah. <laughs> Bill Belichick actually was asked about this whole dilemma the day after the game on yeah, Monday. Yeah. And he said, well, Travis Kelsey has had a lot of big catches in his life. This would be like by far the biggest. Is he wrong, though? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. It's just super funny that this has taken over the entire NFL. The fact that it was a Patriots podcast that Bill Belichick was on, and they asked him, hey, you know Travis Kelsey? Hey, what do you think about him dealing Taylor Swift? Oh, by the way, you know the only guy who's like kind of in the area of best tight ends ever in this like past era? Ha, ha, ha. You get Taylor Swift, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I gotcha. Got him. You know this era, then the other tight end is Rob Gronkowski. So, like, the fact that they were like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, you know Travis Kelsey? Anyway, we got me coming in from Tony Puentes. Boomer Miller's the Swifty. Crystal Andrews says me. <laughs> Kyle Lawson says Taylor Swift will be the worst thing to happen to the team since back when we used to have consistent below 500 win rate. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, yeah. It could be good, it could be bad, but either way, it's really good for the Chiefs. And so I, I kind of see Devert in there. I'm going to ask you the question. Are you tired of the Kelsey and Swift news? I, I know it's kind of, it's not football. It's not what we're, it's not what this channel is about. We're talking about Kansas City football. We're talking about the Chiefs. We're talking about news and rumors. But at the same time, right now, that is the news and rumors, unfortunately. There's not really injuries to report on, which is a good thing. Nothing wrong, nothing right. Just kind of going on and on a Tuesday with this. Yeah, Kelsey and say, Swift is the biggest news. Would you rather talk to talk about you know a, a Chiefs player being seriously hurt now for a while? Yeah, I was about while. to say we could talk about Patrick Mahomes' ankle. We've mm -hmm. got plenty of Chiefs content coming. Yeah, you can stick so. around or yeah. You know.
Type Y for yes if you are no. tired of it. Type N for no. Get in the chat. Crystal Adams says no. Well, Crystal Adams, you're in the right place then because we're going to mention it at least one say, point. So far, <laughs> so far, DeVille Walker's in the minority. Yeah, I was about to say, we, don't, we, don't, we, we, got, we got more ends than yeses right now. So let me know if you're tired of it because, I mean, ultimately we're trying to make content for y'all. So, But at the same time, it's just right now, I think I would way rather talk about this than, like Sam mentioned, a substantial injury. Because, like, I mean, if you said, if I came on here and said we have breaking news, Patrick Mahomes is injured, I would way rather talk about this. Way rather talk about this. And, uh, yeah, I, I hear you, Jerome. It's, it's just, it's funny. But at the same time, the problem with it is Taylor Swift is so popular. When you look up Chiefs on any website right now, it's just Taylor Swift. I think it's, I think it's funny <laughs> just sometimes. Taylor Swift. And I, I think Jerome makes a good point, too, of like, you know, <laughs> we could talk about There's the Bears game. Points. I was like, what, yeah. what, what is there really to talk about the Bears yeah, game? The Bears true. suck, and the Chiefs are the best team around. There I we will go. Say, we just talked about the Bears game. I will say this. The Chiefs don't normally blow out people that bad, and they did. A shout-out to them. But at the same time, the reason the Chiefs are fun to talk about is because that most of the games, most of the time they play, it's at least somewhat of a close game. Well, it was not that at all on, <laughs> on Sunday. 41 points. It, it, was just, it was just nice. It was nice. So that's all I can say. It was good. But either way, the good news is, that's pretty much the entirety of the t Taylor Swift news in today's live show. We're going to talk about the Jets preview coming up here in just a moment. We also have a Q&A mailbag. So, again, if you want to get on the show, get your question, use hashtag Chiefs and then your question. Or you can super chat to get to the front of the line, be the first one. And you have Sam's 60-second guarantee where if you super chat, you are on the screen within 60 seconds. And we will answer your question. If not, then what happens? If they just use hashtag Chiefs. Um, they get in the quay. Oh, my gosh. No. Tell you what, it's though. It's a thing. I'll tell you what, though. It's Tuesday. Um, I don't know if any of you are at the live watch party, but uh, I'll add another deal to that super chat. If you do, we'll do some lime juice shots in here as well, or at least I will. I won't, I won't force Sam to. I don't know if his stomach's recovered from last week. I think I can handle a live uh, a lime juice shot or two. If if the supers come in, we have to yeah. you know. There you go. We got to do it for the people. So there you go. Lime juice shots are on the table now. We Tuesdays are usually our chill days, but we'll, we'll we'll add some fun into it. So, all right, I think we're we're about ready to go for the the Jets preview here, Sam. Let's do it. All right, let's dive right into the New York Jets versus Kansas City Chiefs preview coming up right. Now, this guy will break out against the Jets. You're watching the Chiefs Report by Chat Sports. My name is Jace Andrews, and I'm glad you chose us, chose to watch us today. But who am I talking about? Could I be talking about a wide receiver from the Chiefs? Could I be talking about a running back from the Chiefs? Let me know who you think I'm talking about before we get today's show started. We're going to reveal it, so get in the comments right now. And again, who is breaking out? You're going to find out in today's show. Appreciate everybody joining us again. We are happy you chose to watch the Chiefs Report today. And let's kind of tell you what you're in for. We're going to take a deep dive into the Jets and look at some early injury news on the Chiefs. Along with, we're going to get the keys to victory for the Chiefs as they take on the New York Jets on Sunday Night Football in MetLife Stadium. Let's start first with this matchup as a whole. And that's going to be on the road. East, Rus East Rutherford, Rutherford, excuse me, New Jersey. And the Chiefs come out as 9.5-point favorites with the over-under at 42. Uh, i got to be honest. 
Nine and a half is pretty good. I think that I would, that, that's, a, that's a nice nice area to sit at for the Chiefs. And again, it's on the road, 7.20 p.m. kick. This was supposed to be the final time. We're going to get to finally see it. We're going to have Mahomes. We're going to have freaking Aaron Rodgers. Nope. I, I, I feel bad for the guy. I really wanted to see this matchup. That's why it was scheduled for Sunday night. Instead, it's going to be uh, Patrick Mahomes versus Zach Wilson and a very frustrated New York Jets team, which we will get to in just a moment. But before I do that, and before I tell you about the injuries, whatever, I got to know who you got in this game. You got Kansas City? We'll type KC. Do you think the Jets are going to pull the upset? Then I want you to type NYJ. Get in the comments right now. You're probably going to have time to do it. So go in there and put in what you're thinking. Type KC for Kansas City. Type New York Jets. This will be the pinned comment on today's video. All right, let's take a look at the week four opponent as the New York Jets. I mentioned to Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles on the fourth play of the season, and Zach Wilson is now the starter as they lost back-to-back -back weeks over incredible victories after an incredible victory in week one versus the Bills. Frustration was present last week versus the Patriots, though. Again, back-to-back -back weeks after an incredible victory in week one. Then they had the Bills and... Ah, oh, back-to-back weeks with losses, and the, the Bills game was tough, but last week was the one we're going to talk about. Michael Carter was absolutely infuriated with the play calling, and it, I, they just aren't happy there. And it's a tough watch because at the same time, they understand, like, all right, they're struggling there. They lost their starting quarterback, but it's just not good. You lose to the Patriots at home. They weren't having a good time, but... We'll have to see if that frustration carries over because Garrett Wilson was also pretty frustrated. And speaking of Garrett Wilson, he starts off our key players. Now, he was a very good asset in last year's draft class along with Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall. Three of these guys are all rookies. And the bottom one, Quinton Williams, or excuse me, second year's Quinton Williams. Yeah, that guy got paid this offseason big time, which is a big storyline in today's game because, well, it's a big game for Chris Jones. As guess what? Quentin Williams, he's now the second highest paid interior defensive lineman. Chris Jones wanted to be that type. He was not that. So, is it time for Chris Jones to come out and show who's boss? He's going to go in, sack Zach Wilson. You got to see. Now, Chris Jones, I will allude to it, he's guaranteed around $20 million. That's why he's at the number nine slot. He could make up to $25 million with incentives. So, with Chris Jones, he could potentially be in that number two slot. I think that's exactly where he'll end up with the way he's playing. But it's a big game for him as, again, it's kind of tough to see. He wants to go out here. He wants to prove why he is the, the guy that deserves that money. All right, let's kind of go into the Chiefs injury report here. Now, not official, but just kind of injuries we're watching as Richie James with his MCL, he is on the IR. He will not be playing this game. In fact, he won't be playing for the next couple weeks as he will be out with that MCL. Kadarius Toney, he played this past week against the Bears, but at the same time, you have to watch out for kind of what he's going to do. He only had one catch this past week. And then Nick Bolton with his ankle. The hope is to have him back this week. Drew Tranquil filled in his role well, but at the same time, we're going to have to kind of see what exactly is going on there. All right, before we dive into the keys to victory for the Chiefs against the Jets, I got to tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Prize picks adds a ton of excitement to the sports viewing experience. 
watch your progress update in real time, win up to 25 times your entry amount, and cash out your winnings with quick scoring, settling, and withdrawals. With prize picks, it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections. Go to prizepicks.com CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit matchup up to $100. With prize picks, it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than, again, on two to six player stat projections. Now with the Chiefs coming up this weekend, here's what I'm going with. And I'm a more guy, and I'm going to go with more for Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey because Travis Kelsey, all he has to do is score one touchdown. Score one touchdown. And my entry is automatically there. Patrick Mahomes, I'm going more with that passing yards. I think he's going to do it. It's, again, Sauce Gardner. you got to watch out for him. But the one thing I will say, with the way the Chiefs secondary has been playing with Trent McDuffie, I'm going less with Garrett Wilson and his receiving yards, 52 and a half. I don't know if he's going to reach 50. I'm going to take the less there. You can either do the same thing as me. You can fade me, see what you want. But either way, go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first match, first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks is the super simple way to play. And I made my picks in less than 60 seconds. And now, PrizePix offering Apple Play. It's super easy to get your deposit into your account. Again, go to prizepix.com CLNS and use code CLNS for a first match deposit of up to $100. Shout out to PrizePix. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, let's go to my keys to victory for the Chiefs versus Jets game. And the first one, it's very obvious, but it's protect Mahomes. You got to protect him. This kind of goes to the injuries we we're talking about. And I'm going to say it. This line has been really, really good because Mahomes has been hit 16 times through three games, but he's only been sacked once. Oh, and by the way, that sack came from a blitzer. So therefore, the offensive line has not allowed a sack. They're one of two teams who has not allowed a sack this year. You want to know the two teams? Chiefs, Cowboys. Those are the two. That's it. And the Chiefs, they've looked really good. But he has been hit a couple times, and that's where the concern comes in, specifically Last week, when Yannick Ngakwe fell on the far right ankle of Patrick Mahomes, he came up kind of limping on that ankle. It wasn't really a good sight to see. But at the same time, he looked all right, played in the second half for one drive, and ultimately came off for Blaine Gabbard after the game was out of hand. But I'll say it again and again and again. You want these stats on the field. 803 yards and seven touchdowns is not going to happen with just anybody. You need Patrick Mahomes. You got to keep him safe. And that's a key when you have Quinton Williams on the other side trying to go and not take out Patrick Mahomes, but definitely get him on the ground. You don't want to risk any injury there. So come on, offensive line. Protect Mahomes to get this dub. And the second key to victory, it kind of goes along with the offensive line. And let's keep the running game going. Now this falls more on the backs of Isaiah Pacheco. Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Jarek McKinnon, but it also is with the offensive line to make sure that they go and protect that hole for the running back. And they looked really good last week. I think I have to say, last week, they were probably the best running back room in the entire AFC West. They had 163 all-purpose yards, two rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns, both receiving touchdowns, by the way, coming from Jarek McKinnon, the rushing touchdown from Pacheco and CEH. It looked good. It looked good. I liked kind of mixing in everybody. But I'll say it again. Give Pacheco the rock. Give it to him. 
He is just a hard-nosed running back. He gets extra yardage every single time he gets the ball, and I just want them to keep using him that way. I want to keep him healthy as well, so I understand kind of working him up. He had eight carries, 12 carries. Now he had 15 carries this past week against the Bears. I would like to see that number by the end of the season be around the 20 mark. i got to be honest. I think he can do it, and I like the way that he adds an extra element to this offense. And on top of which, if you have him at the top, you can always mix in Jarek McKinnon and CEH. It looked pretty good, but does this performance continue? I think i got to ask you that question because you've got to know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's a yes, but do you think it will continue? Type Y for yes if you think this running game is going to basically just build and grow off this. Or type in for no if you think, ah, nah, this was just the Bears. The Bears stink. We're not going to be always this good against the run with the run game. So type in for no if you think that. Type Y for yes if you think this rushing performance is going to continue. Let's move over to my third key to victory, and that is to not turn the ball over. Now, this is more stemming from the Jets side of things because they're a turnover win team. Turnovers lose games. The one game the Jets won this year, they forced four turnovers from Josh Allen. Four. Three interceptions, a fumble, and ultimately that was the decision of the game. They won in overtime on a punt return kick. And they still, they got the ball four times and only won on a punt return. If you just don't turn the ball over, this shouldn't be that hard of a win, to be quite honest. And overall, you keep the ball in your hands, the more times you're going to score. Bing, beta, bop, you get the win in New York. You're out of there. You're three and one. Now, I mentioned it in the beginning of the show. This guy will break out. Well, who was I talking about? Who was I talking about? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. It's Rasheed Rice. You got to give the ball to him. You got to give the ball to Rasheed Rice. He has looked incredible. And on top of which, he's leading the Chiefs in a couple of receiving categories. He's leading them in targets. He's leading them in receptions, and it's not on the stat sheet, but he's also leading them in first down conversions as seven. He's got seven first down conversions. 108 yards and a touchdown for the SMU product. He's looked really good this season. I've liked what I'm seeing. And the big thing, and I think Andy Reid hit, hit the nail on the head, when he grabs the ball, he immediately shoots straight ahead, straight, straight for the end zone, I like it. He's not dilly-dallying. He's not trying to cut. He's just saying, I got the ball. I'm going to put my head down, and I'm going to run through everybody in my way. I like what I've seen from Rasheed Rice, and I think it's time for him to have a breakout game, and I think it could definitely be against the Jets because guess what? Sauce Gardner is going to be locking up somebody. It's not going to be Rasheed Rice. Give him the ball. Let him see what he can do. My fifth and final key to victory is this D-line needs to get to Zach Wilson because ultimately this defensive front for the Chiefs, They've been in the trenches all year, and they've been winning that trench battle. They have absolutely been incredible. And the three guys that have really been the key elements is Chris Jones, of course, George Carl Loftus, and Mike Dana. Now, Mike Dana, he was the guy who replaced Chris Jones in week one, and he performed really well. He's sitting at two cents, and he got two and a half from both Jones and Carl Loftus. Obviously, two tackles for loss and one pass breakup across the board for these three guys. They have looked, all in all, one of the best defensive lines in the AFC West, one of the best defensive lines in the AFC I think probably a top 10 defensive line in the entire NFL, maybe even top five. They've just looked really, really nice. I've liked what I've seen from Karloftis in his sophomore season. And then Mike Dana, I mean, you can't lie with the stats, man. When he's on the field, he was all over the ball against the Bears. He was all over the ball with the Lions game when Chris Jones was out. I like what I've seen from these three guys. I hope they continue it. And if they do, it should be a clear path to victory. Now, with that all being said, what do you think the score will be for this Chiefs versus Jets game? Because... I think you can go a lot of different ways. This could be low scoring because, again, the Jets' defense is definitely better than their offense, and the Chiefs' defense is better than the offense has been so far. Obviously, the past week, it was both sides. They look great. 
I think I'm going to do a little bit of both here. I'm going to go 31 to 14. That's my prediction. 31 to 14, Chiefs beat the Jets. But let me know what you think in the comments. Do you think I'm right? Do you have your own score prediction? Well, let me know. Put your score in the comments. KC 31-14 for me. But get in the comments. Let me know. NYJ for New York Jets. And put the score. KC for Kansas City. Put the score. Let me know. I'll be looking. And who knows? Maybe you could be right. We'll see what happens here coming up in this Sunday's matchup. Before you leave us today, make sure you're subscribed to the Chiefs Report as we're going to have a watch party for this upcoming Sunday night football game with the Chiefs and the Jets. And we want you to be a part of it. We want you to be here. We want you to play, be a part of this family. So subscribe today, youtube.com slash Chiefs TV. You're going to get a notification 30 minutes before we go live. And you're going to be right here for us for literally every single moment of the game. Make sure you are subscribed. And peace out. hey James Ramos with the $5 super chat. Appreciate you, James. Sorry we couldn't get you now, but I really appreciate you. And, man, we're going to pop your question right now. Since we got defensive tackle Chris Jones two weeks ago back, how many sacks will be the end of the line for the season? Well, he's already had two in two games. I'm shooting for 15. I'm shooting for 15 because he misses a game and still gets about a half sack short of what he did last year. That's what I'm shooting for. That's what I'm shooting for. Since we didn't uh, answer Chris's or James's question right away, we were in the middle of that preview video, obviously, so sorry about that. But it's going to be the very first question oh, of the Oh, 100%. Mailbag. Very so, first question. James, you're the very first one. If someone sends in a super chat right now, they're going to be the two. second question yeah. up right after him. So shout out to James getting the party started here. Maybe a smidge of lime juice? Yeah, I'll do it. You want to go grab it? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go, go get ahead. the lime juice for you. I'll take it. Appreciate you, James. You're an awesome dude. Uh, I'll get some comments here while we get Sam going out, but... James, you're an absolute legend. We're just going to leave you up here, man. You deserve your time. We didn't get you up right away. We're going to pop you up here. James Ramos, he says why as well. Paul Amos with KC. And here's some score predictions coming in from some guys. Tony Fuentes says that Kansas City will win 37-24. Boomer Miller, boy, oh, boy, you got a big score there. Kansas City 50, New York Jets 10. 50 points is a lot on Sauce Gardner and William Williams. So i got to be honest. That's going to be, that'd be pretty impressive. We got HFAR. HFA Recon coming in with KC38, New York Jets 10. Tony Fuentes again with 37-24. And then Jerome Bunkers saying 27-17 along with the Chiefs victory there. Paul Amos saying KC. So there you go. Again, get your scores in the comments. We're going to do some shout-outs real quick. And then on top of which, James, buddy, you deserve this. We're going to do some – oh, I, I forgot about this. <laughs> uh, you can't tell. By the way, I'll move that out of the way. Uh, it's definitely lime juice there. <laughs> it kind of looks, it's like blood lime. <laughs> Either way, we appreciate you, my guy. Here, how many, uh... It looks like, uh, it looks like tomato juice. Almost. Yeah, I know. Um, what, you said 60 second guarantee was your, and we, we missed that by a lot. So let's do, uh, why don't we do half of, let's do three seconds. You want to count me? Three seconds sure. of lime juice? Let's do it. Ready? And go. Three, two... One and time. Not it's always the first one, man. Yeah, yeah. Your taste buds are just never expecting it. Even if in your mind you're like, okay, I'm about to take a take a shot of lime juice here. Here we go. You can never like gosh. Your taste yourself. buds is just not connected to your brain whenever, no. whenever it's about to hit. I think that was the thing like on Sunday. I don't know why. Ugh. Oh man. It tasted so much better on Sunday. 
I need that beer chaser. Who was the guy who said that? Oh my gosh. Maybe it's because I grabbed you, grabbed the other bottle. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. This is de- this is potent, man. This is potent. James, appreciate you, my guy. His score prediction is KC thirty-five, New York Jets thir- twenty-one. Tom Hood saying twenty-three sixteen Chiefs. James, that must have been tasty, <laughs> man. You know what? It's tasty for you, man. It's I'll do the I'll you. do the next one if we get it. Ah, there you go. Chat. There you go. We'll do the next one, and you'll be the second question up behind James. He's yeah. Be first. Jeez, I was really, wasn't expecting that today, James. We really appreciate you. Um, hold on, let me go check something real quick. Oh, James, we're already doing that show. Uh, Rob Miller says KC forty and seven for the Jets. Uh, I told you my score. Hey Sam, what's your score prediction? I said 38 to 10, 31 10, 31 10, 31 10. 31 10. 31 14, 31 14, that's what it was. I'm going to go, uh, let's go, let's go 27 to, 27 to 6. 27 to 6. 27 to 6 Chiefs, the Jets suck. Their defense is solid, but, you know, that's the only reason why I'm keeping it within three scores is because their defense is solid. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think, I mean, I kind of underrated them a little bit as well, but their defense is really, really solid, especially with Sauce Gardner. They're going to take away at least one wide receiver for the entirety of the game for the most part, so. Man, it's tough, but, oh, that lime juice is hitting right now. That lime juice is it's going in, man. Ugh. Either way. Okay, well, last chance here. Let's throw that up there. If you want to get on the show, we're already going to answer James's question. He'll be the first one on this show. But use hashtag Chiefs to maybe get in the queue. Get in the queue. Yep, you go ahead and jump on in that quay. No, 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 we're not doing that. You get, you can get in the queue if you use hashtag Chiefs. If you want to guarantee yourself to be on to the... Sh- I'm just going to squirt lime juice into Sam's eye. We'll see what happens then. That's if you can reach me from here. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. Anyway. I won, I won the battle. Hashtag Chiefs to get on the show. Uh, use Super Chat to guarantee yourself to get on today's show. Uh, James Ramos is going to be the first one that we're going to do. And you heard Sam. If you're the next Super Chat, then guess what? We're going to immediately, he'll be the next one to do this. Don't you want to have Sam have some fun too? Uh, well, I'll, we'll wait till like out after the, uh, after the actual video. Yeah, we'll do, do it. it. I'll do it first thing. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, sure. All right, again, last chance to get in here. We'll give you about a couple more seconds. Hashtag Chiefs to get on the show or Super Chat to make sure you are guaranteed to have your question on. You'll be second right after James Ramos. James, shout out to you once again. We really appreciate you. And, yeah, I think uh, if there's nobody getting in in the last second here, I think we're about ready to get into this mailbag. You can also Super Chat throughout this, and yeah. Sam will throw it up in the show, so I was don't worry say, about it. You can keep asking the question. Yeah. There's no deadline. Keep know? asking it as we're going to go through the show and we're going to keep answering them. So, uh, yeah, from there on out, I think we're ready to go. So, let's get into this Chiefs and this mailback. What's going on, Chiefs Kingdom? We are happy you chose to join us all here on the Chiefs Report by Chat Sports. My name is Jay Sanders, and on today's show, we're going to be answering your questions today. And the first one, it's coming in from my guy, James Ramos, as he says, since we got defensive tackle Chris Jones two weeks ago back, how many sacks will, be, will he end up with at the end of the season? 
Well, James, first of all, I really appreciate you asking that question. Second of all, I think I'm shooting for around 15 sacks. Because right now, he had a sack in his first game back. He had a sack in his second game back. And he's sitting at two and a half. My goal, or at least, again, my goal, not his goal, but I think he should get to around 15 sacks this year. He had 15 and a half last year. I hope he can get to 15 without that game that he missed in the first week. I'm hoping 15, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. James, really appreciate you again. Uh, can't thank you enough, man. Chad Jamison is the second question today saying, should Kansas City trade for one of their many talented linebackers or cornerbacks for a wide receiver? Um, that's a tough one. I, I don't think so. Just for the simple fact that the defense has been so good and the offense has Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes has been proven to make literally anybody he plays with look good. We've got to see it. McCole Hardman with the Jets has looked terrible. And I understand there's some injury issues going on in terms of uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, but he's looked terrible last year. And McCole Hardman last year and Juju Smith-Schuster looked great last year with Kansas City. So I don't think it's worth it to go trade for a wide receiver right now, especially trading away a linebacker or a cornerback. I like the depth we have on the defense. Keep that there. Maybe save that for maybe a different time if we, if we should need that at any point in time. Thank you, Shad. The next question coming in from Boomer Miller saying, can we trade Tony yeah, but I don't know if he's even needed at this point. It's kind of tough because, like, this past week, Chiefs had an amazing game on offense. Guess what? Tony caught one pass. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think he has potential. I would rather him be the punt returner, but Montreal Washington also looked freaking amazing. He'll be returning punts for the next three weeks with Richie James out, so I kind of like him there. I don't really know what the use is for with freaking Tony. I don't know if they would get anything back from at this point, though, to be quite honest with you with the way he's performed this season. So I doubt it. It's going to be maybe a CEH situation. Leave him in there, see what happens. The next question comes in from Mary's Little Lamb saying, will the Chiefs trade for a new backup QB after Blaine Gabbert stunk last week? Yeah, Mary. <laughs> that was not good. Blaine Gabbert did look terrible. He looked bad. He had two interceptions. It was three or five. 31 yards. I, the, the biggest number on that list, though, is not the two interceptions. It's the fact that his QBR was 1.6. That's just what? <laughs> That's not here, near. That, 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 that doesn't work at any form of football. I don't really understand what in the world was happening. Again, the interceptions, his fault or not, yeah, okay. There was one of them definitely wasn't his fault. The other one was tipped as well. You don't really like to see that. But at the same time, the QBR being 1.6, it just looks freaking terrible, bro. I just don't like it. I don't. I don't. It's crazy. Next question here coming in from Tony Fuentes saying, hashtag Chiefs. I like Blaine Gabbert, but he's not the perfect QB2. Sorry to say. I know he could do better. I just don't see it in see it future. See it in the future. I don't either, man. I, I really don't. Because like they chose his backup QB for this week, this year. So Blaine Gabbert will be the backup QB for this year. But overall, I, I think the Chiefs are gonna look for a backup guy next next year. But Maybe they could trade for him. Maybe they could. Do you like that option? I don't know. It could be interesting. There's always backup QBs going around. So let me know. Would you trade for a backup QB? Type T for trade if you would. Type P for pass if you think that, ah, it's going to be okay. Gabbert won't be in there much. And the hope is Mahomes will get hurt. You don't need uh, Blaine Gabbert at all. T for trade if you think the Chiefs need to go for a backup QB. P for pass if you think they'll be all right. It'll be just fine. All right. I need your help. You see... I'm trying to grow my following on social media, and that starts with y'all. See, 
The best thing is, I'm not just going to say, hey, go follow me, and we're not going to do anything. I'm offering up a shout-out. You see, if you follow me on Twitter, at JaceAndrews underscore, you can get a shout-out on a future show. The first five people to follow my Twitter after today's show, at JaceAndrews underscore, will get a shout-out on a future Chiefs Report show. Could be tomorrow, could be the next day. Either way, we're going to get you on a show in the upcoming future. The first five people to follow me, at JaceAndrews underscore, on Twitter, X, whatever the heck you want to call it. Either way, shoot me a follow. We're talking Chiefs on there every day. If you want to talk more ball, my DMs are always open. Let's get back into the questions here with Jerome Bunker saying, what is the line for Jawan Taylor penalties over under three? Yeah, it's not good. But here's the thing. And I, I am the first guy to say that Jawan Taylor pissed me the crap off on Sunday. He did. But at the same time, looking back at the footage, he hasn't really been doing much else than any other lineman have. Yeah, he was lining up a little bit off, off the line, but there was videos from Sunday Night Football where there was players lining up behind the line. I just I don't really understand what they're trying to go for there. I, I didn't really like it. That dude does hold a lot, though, so I don't know what's going on there. He did get, I don't quote-unquote, benched. He, he was uh, a reset button is what Andy Reid called it. We'll, try and, we'll find out what that means by the end of the week as he plays more this week. See, plays less this week than it was, hey, you're kind of done, buddy. Nick Allegretti is going to get some playing time over you. Let's go to the next question here from Jackson Boswell saying, we really talk about getting wide receiver one. I think we should do everything we can to get generational talent like Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, here's the problem, Jackson. You have to be the number two pick. That's, that's kind of the facts. I don't think that Marvin Harrison will slide past number three at best. Because, yeah, Caleb Williams is going to be number one. Caleb Williams will be number one. That is very, very obvious. But I don't think... It's going to be too much else behind that. Uh, I think Marvin Harrison will be that second pick. So I'd like the idea, but the cost that would take, it's just not worth it. Part of me says that we should go and look for the potential backup replacement tight end. As I like Noah Gray, but there's some good tight ends in this draft. Maybe we can go after one of those. Let's go to the next question here from Don Dan Did. Is this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing real or just for publicity? I'm in the middle, man. I'm in the middle because, like, I think it could be real just for the simple fact that Taylor Swift was in the booth with Mama Kelsey. You just don't go into Travis's booth, Travis's suite, without having, like, some sort of, like, general connection, actual connection with each other. That kind of just doesn't really make any sense to me. So I think overall they definitely have some sort of connection I just don't know if they're kind of increasing that because of the publicity that's helping for both of them or if maybe it's just like, ah, we like each other. Let's see where this goes. That's kind of the reports that have been given out thus far. All right, before we get into more of your questions, it's time to tell you about Prize Picks. Now, Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. As Prize Picks, it adds a ton of excitement to the sports viewing experience. Watch your progress updates in real time Win up to 25 times your entry amount and cash out your winnings with quick scoring, settling, and withdrawals. With prize picks, it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections. Go to prizepicks.com CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Now with the Chiefs coming up this Sunday, well, I decided to throw my hat in there, and I'm a more guy. I am. I'm definitely more. And the easiest more of my life was definitely Travis Kelsey 
a half a touchdown? <laughs> You're kidding me. The dude's going to score one. He's literally Patrick Mahomes' favorite target. They're going to work him in some way. Heck, he may rush for one. I don't know. But he's going to get a touchdown. I'm taking more than that. All he has to do is score one, and that entry is automatically there. Patrick Mahomes, I'm going with more for his passing yards. I know he may be shut down a little bit by Sauce Gardner, but overall, I think he's got it. And then Garrett Wilson, 52 and a half receiving yards. I'm taking the less because guess what? He's going to be covered by Trip McDuffie and Legereus Sneed. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he's going to get more than 50 yards. I do. I think that's my hot take, and I think that one's going to win me a good amount. So I, I, I'm excited for that, but it's easy to play. You just pick two players. You pick more or less on the specific stat, and then boom, you press it, and you watch it in real time. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Shout out to Prize Picks. It's easy. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, let's get back into the questions here. Curran Sayer says, do you think the Chiefs need Mike Evans? No, I don't think they need Mike Evans. I don't. I, I think he would be a good addition. Obviously, it's Mike Evans. But at the same time, I just don't think they need him. It's not necessarily like, ah, we have to have Mike Evans to win a game. No, you don't. You don't. They just showed that last week, putting up 41 points without that. Now, I know it's the Bears. Their defense is bad. Their offense is bad. Their everything is bad. Literally, Chicago's a dumpster fire right now. But either way, it doesn't matter. I don't think you need Mike Evans. Ultimate story there. So, But he would be a good addition. I'll say that. If, it, if the offer comes on the table, that's good. Take it. Why not? Next question coming in here from Nick Wubaker saying, do you think Kansas City should take a QB in the next year's draft? Blaine is on a one-year deal, and it might not be a bad idea to get a backup for Mahomes on a rookie deal. That's exactly what I was saying, Nick. i got to be honest. I think, I mean, we asked the question if you wanted to trade for one, but I kind of think just wait. Hold it out. If Patrick Mahomes were to get hurt, you're going to have to trade for a quarterback anyway. You're not going to have Blaine Garrett be your starter. Why not draft somebody next year? Now, I know it could put a bad taste in the mouth of Kansas City fans. could be a bad taste in the mouth of Patrick Mahomes. But if you just go to Patrick, he's an understanding guy. Say, hey, man, we're going to draft somebody here in the third, fourth, fifth round, whatever. It's a good quarterback class. You can get somebody decent in the fourth or fifth round. And he's just going to be the guy that's going to be our backup because we're tired of kind of rotating through. We had Chad Henning. Now you got Blaine Gabbert. You had Shane Bouchel. Well, those guys haven't really worked out in terms of backup QBs. So why not try and get a guy on a rookie deal? It'd be cheap. It'd be easy. And who knows? Maybe that guy could turn into a really good quarterback. Patrick Mahomes sat his first year. You can see what happens. Plus, maybe you could trade him in the future. Let's go to the next question here. Coming in from my guy, James Ramos, saying, trade Jawan Taylor for a better right tackle, or you think we can get a wide receiver out of it? I don't think you're going to get a wide receiver out of Jawan Taylor unless it's somebody who is really, really desperate. But I wouldn't mind trading him for a better right tackle. The problem is the deal just doesn't work. They signed him for a good amount of money after he had a pretty good-sized chunk of his career with Jacksonville. He looked good there. I don't really know what's happening. I mean, overall, he's blocking well on the times he doesn't get penalties. When he doesn't get penalties, it's awesome. This offensive line has been absolutely terrific. problem is the penalty issue, and didn't really affect him last week. The week before where he had a bunch of penalties, it also really didn't affect him too much. They won the game. So, like, I'm willing to give him a little bit of grace as long as the Chiefs are, like, still winning. As soon as he affects the way the game is played and it's a bigger time, then we're going to start thinking about, all right, Nick Allegretti needs to come in here and start or potential to trade for a right tackle. All right, Nick, let's go with your question here. He says, what do you expect from the wide receiver room for this week? Well, I expect good news. Because that's what we got on Sunday. 
I want some more of that coming up this Sunday as Rasheed Rice, Sky Moore, and Justin Watson are the three guys I'm watching. They had the best game besides Travis Kelsey. And overall, I think they could be potential wide receiver twos. And I say twos because that's what they performed like against the Bears. Rasheed Rice, seven targets, five receptions, 59 yards. Sky Moore had 42 yards. And Watson, two receptions with 51 yards. 25 and a half yards per catch, anybody? That's Justin Watson. He looked really good. Sky has looked great over the past two weeks. Overall, I think it's just been a really, really nice run for these three guys. And I think these are the guys I'm watching. But out of the three, who's the most important? Who are you watching? I want you to let me know in the comment section of today's video. Type RR if you think it's Rasheed Rice. Type SM if you think it's Sky Moore. And type JW if you think it's Justin Watson. I want you to get in the comments as we're going to have this one at the very top. Let me know what you think. Type RR for Rasheed Rice. Type SM for Ms. Sky Moore. And type JW for Justin Watson. Let's dive back into some questions. This one comes from Tony Fuentes saying, I'm happy for Travis Kelsey. Not sure if he's actually dating Taylor Swift, but I'm happy for the guy. Yeah, I'm happy for him too. Overall, good news, bad news. If he's happy, I'm happy. He makes Chiefs Kingdom happy. And on top of it, it's putting the Chiefs more in the news than they already were. The next question coming from Shad Jamison. Do you think Tooney moves to left tackle next season? He played left tackle again last game. Yeah, he could. I don't think they're going to just because, like, he's a veteran type guy. You're not going to move him around that much. You want him in the spot that he's kind of stuck at. He could move him there. Um, but I think that's more or less of just, like, we'll, we'll kind of see. It's a flex move of possibly, like, just having to depend of what happens with the rest of the line. To be honest, John Taylor, Nick Allegretti. The depth of that line, what happens, injuries. There's a lot of moving parts with that, so he could, but I don't think I'm going to bet on that every single game. All right, again, follow me at Andrews underscore. Again, the first five people who follow me after this video, well, you're going to get a shout-out on a future Chiefs Report show. We're going to put your Twitter name, your Twitter avatar, all on the Chiefs Report, so make sure you follow me at Andrews underscore to be on a future Chiefs Report, and make sure you're subscribed as well. Peace out.